Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, 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 friends, to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Trish, and with me is Kylie, and today we have a special topic that many entrepreneurs can relate to, preparing your business for financial hardship. Yes, and these tips are not just for business owners or entrepreneurs. Like, You can definitely apply these strategies and these tips to your personal life as well. We have five fantastic, oh, five fantastic, (laughs) need more coffee. Five fantastic tips to help you weather the storm and come out stronger in the office or in your home. So let's jump right in. Okay, number one, establish an emergency fund. I feel like probably only maybe 10% of people have an emergency fund. Um, But one of the first things you you have one. Do I have one? Yes, I do. That's good. I do. Um, I have one. It's called my savings account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do have um, I have accounts and then I also I, I have a portfolio of investments, too. Where and we like, have mattress money from, you know, all of the under the table stuff. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so all, kidding. all my mattress money has went to my kids asking for money. <laughs> <laughs> 20 and 50 dollars at a time to my children who have bank accounts of their own. But heaven forbid they spend. But it's that so money. much more fun to spend mom and dad's money, right? Yes. Yes. But, you know, just like individuals should have savings based uh, businesses need a financial cushion too. So set aside a portion of your profits to build a fund that can cover at least three to six months of operating expenses. And having the safety net will provide peace of mind during challenging times. And it gives you the flexibility to navigate through any financial storm because let's be real. Like a lot of people have have asked like, well, how much money, like I'm in those real estate groups and business groups and stuff, like how much money saved is enough money and you know the the rule of thumb per se is three to six months but I would even go a little step further like because especially when you're a starting business owner you never feel like you have profit right you don't feel like you have profit so instead I would say do one of two things one just make money automatically like it like I bank at Chase you can set this up that every single week or month or day or bi-weekly or bi-monthly or however you want to do it, but you have money taken out of that account and put into a different account at a different bank that you can't get to because sometimes you have to force yourself to save because you your mind will automatically say there is no profit. There is no money to save. We are just barely making it. We are a startup. We are a brand new business. We are, I am a single mom. I have no money or whatever the case may be. It's hard to save. So sometimes you have to force save by just having it pulled out and put in another account. That's a good thing. And the other thing I was thinking about as um, you were running that down is um, if you're a brick and mortar or if you have a vehicle that you rely on for your business, like we as realtors, like if B-Rad goes down, that's my Malibu, by the way. Shout out to anyone who understands that reference. We are soulmates. (laughs) Um, uh, If B-Rad goes down, like, 
that is my car. We have agreed that we're not using the van um, unless we absolutely have to for work because that is our family van and that is the only car that we have that fits all of our people and our dogs. So having some extra money set aside can help you deal with any maintenance or repairs. If you've got a brick and mortar, maybe your furnace goes out, maybe your AC goes out, maybe you own the building. Maybe your rent does not include stuff like that. And so you have to fix that. And so that's another just one more reason to have money set aside so that you don't have to stress about that if some because stuff will happen. I promise you it is the law of the world that as soon as things get going, you start feeling like you have that profit like we were talking about. Shit's going to happen. Something's going to happen. It's it's not if, it's when, right? Exactly. So that brings us to tip two, which is diversify your revenue stream. Yeah, it's often said that you should never put all your eggs in one basket. And I like to say people are like, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, my pizza has many slices. So we do real estate. We do consulting. We sell stars. We do trash outs. Like we have so many different. I was talking to Josephine about this when she was. It was so good to see her in the office. Shout out to Josephine. What up, girl? <laughs> um, uh, She, her and her husband husband have construction and stuff too like it's so great to diversify your income streams and relying solely on one source of income can definitely leave you vulnerable during financial hardship and looking for opportunities to diversify your revenue streams explore new markets think about this is one thing I was thinking about think about your marketable skills okay a lot of people don't understand or feel that they have any skills that they could you know, offer services for. But everybody knows how to clean a house. Um, If you have a driver's license, you can do Uber, you can do DoorDash. We've talked about that before. But making sure that you have a diverse place where your money is coming from can definitely insulate you because if, um, you know, for whatever reason, people just stop selling houses, well, we could still sell SARS and we can still do trash outs and we can still do this in consulting and things like that. So that's definitely something that I, I tout. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, that goes for your personal life too. Even if it's not about a business, you're not a business owner. Um, There are so many ways to make quick side hustle money. And we actually have an episode. So go back and listen to that episode. Um, I was just talking to my friend Nicole about it. She's like, I got to listen to that episode again. Like, uh, because you had so many ideas on different, different side things that you can do. And especially like with AI, which we, we also have an episode about. It came out last Thursday. So check out our episode on AI. You can use AI to help you write that book you always wanted to write. Writing an ebook, it's it's easier than ever. And everybody has something that they've lived that they can turn into a book. Like I always think about, I want to write a book about being a goalie mom and a hockey mom because I have learned so many things. And if I could stop future hockey moms from dropping tens of thousands of dollars on just, you don't need to, you just (laughs) don't need to. I can tell you all the things that you don't need to spend money on. Um. That's so funny you say that because I was thinking about that like from a mom perspective. I have friends who are having their first babies and they're like reaching out to me. I have three kids. What do I put on my registry? I'm like diapers, wipes, onesies. Your brand new baby is going to live in the same seven to 10 outfits that because they're easy, they're comfortable. Like I watch all these women and like if you want all the things for your nursery, please go ahead. But what we decided to do was we asked for the essentials. 
obviously sleeping things, clothing, whatever, that kind of stuff. But like nobody, my kids didn't have a diaper genie. My kids didn't have a giant swing that took up half the half the living room. You know, so I was thinking about putting together an ebook called The Minimalist Mommy. And yeah, so, okay, well, I put it out there now. So stay tuned for that. But there are so many, like you said, there are so many different ways to make extra income or like if you know something about like breeding worms or salamanders or like Ryan could put together so much stuff about fishing hunting like the possibilities are endless and it's never been easier to do it so shame on you if you're not (laughs) (laughs) well and like we always say like there's so many ways to make money in real estate too and I I would be remiss if I didn't show like throw in this shameless plug here we're looking for agents right now we are we're growing if your real estate is good yes it is it is and if you are in the state of Michigan and you are a realtor we have a Openings for team leads, new agents who need training, agents that want a more flexible compensation plan and want to make more money, managers, <laughs> all the things, selling stars, telemarketers, ISAs. If you do anything that has to do with real estate, please email me at trish at eliterealtymi.com. <laughs> all right. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, let's talk about number three, which is develop a contingency plan. So when things get tough, when shit goes sideways, have a well thought out contingency plan that can be that that can be a total game changer. Yeah, for sure. I always try to like hope for the best, but I also plan for the worst. Like I said in our last episode, like worry is one thing that is it's always my brain is always moving on that and like we've said before walking through the worst case scenario can help take a lot of that fear out of owning your business or making big move decisions like okay what's like we like to say what's the best thing that can happen get on the phones and get a million dollar client but also what's the worst thing that could happen I don't get any clients but I make my sales skills better right Right. like it's gonna be okay for sure and that's like I've talked about before when I started Started hitting the phones, you know, I had that fear. Most agents, most entrepreneurs do when it comes to prospecting or even cold calling or door knocking. And you just have to have that mental shift of walking through, okay, what's the worst case scenario when I'm when I'm door knocking? Someone tells me to pound sand, calls me out of my name, and pushes me off their property by pointing a gun at me. Great. That's the worst case scenario. Hopefully nobody gets shot. But best case scenario, you get a great referral. You get a great new client. Or maybe you just leave a flyer and you just really start getting your brand out there. Most often the best case scenario will outweigh the worst case scenario. But like Trisha said, if you are planning, if you say, okay, that's the worst case scenario, how can I deal with that? Like we talked about before, then you have a plan for how you're going to deal with it. Yep. And it's done and you don't have to worry about it anymore because you have something in place. Absolutely. So I think you're saying take time to analyze potential risks and create a plan of action for each scenario. (laughs) Identify, (laughs) Identify areas where you can cut costs without sacrificing quality. Me and Andy do this every every single year at the beginning of the year. We write out our budget. Where can we cut costs? What contracts can we renegotiate with our vendors? And then exploring alternative strategies to just make our business better, stronger, having a, a solid plan in place. So you're able to respond swiftly and decisively if you find yourself in a challenging time. Because let's be real, as great as real estate is and as hot and busy as it is and as much as we're looking for new people right now, we experienced last year where it was super hot and amazing. And then all of a sudden it was like, Skr! 
everything stopped. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And then finally, March and April came around. It's like, oh, we're back to normal again now that it's June. But the thing, too, is during those downtimes, because, I mean, people think that real estate stops. It doesn't technically stop. Things do slow down. We all know Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, people are more concerned, you know, with family things and holidays and whatever. But what we did over the winter was we pivoted and we started talking to renters, right? So maybe people weren't buying or selling, but people needed to move, period. So that's the other part of, you know, putting together a plan is like, how can I pivot? Where else can I pivot? Yeah. And then tip number four is building strong relationships. So we say your network is your net net worth. worth. Um, And it's true, especially in the business world, like relationships are crucial and in the personal world, because when times get tough, like who you've surrounded yourself, the, the tribe that you've built, even on social media, the people that the friends you've accepted and the people you've poured into, even if it's on social social media and you haven't necessarily met them in the real world, you will see how you can leverage this these relationships. And a great example I have of this um, in the personal world, you have nothing to do with business. You are not a business owner. Maybe you don't even have a job, but you can utilize your relationships on social media when my sister-in-law, Nicole, when she had her stroke and yeah. she had 12 brain surgeries and she was in the hospital for over a year and we didn't know if she was going to make it and she was in a coma and she was out of the coma and she's having brain surgery, she's having spinal surgeries. And what happens is medical debt. All of a sudden they had over a million dollars in medical bills that had accumulated and me and her family, our families combined, our family, you know, Jacob's family and her family, we got together and we put on a spaghetti dinner for her. I remember that. A huge fundraiser. And what happened was the Facebook world rallied around us. Oh, yeah, they did. And there were people that I didn't even know before this. Um, Angelina Nikon, like, shout out to you. She had her friend who's a radio DJ on the riff get on the radio. I did not ask her. Like, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm getting goosies too it was so emotional like these people that I had never even met uh, in real life like they're getting on their friends that are on the radio they're getting bands together they're getting businesses together to donate like so many people rallied around our family from prayers to donations to to tapping like higher ups that they knew to spread the word and we raised all the money to pay nearly all of those medical bills they had accumulated up till then and it was such a a relief on my brother oh, and on cry. her. I'm not going to cry, but it, <laughs> I mean, it's years later, right? Like Nicole is now um, doing so much better. You see her on my social media now being able to be out in the world yeah. and get around and interact with us and be at family things. And she's still going through rehabilitation and, and still getting those medical bills. But thank the Lord they have insurance. But what I'm saying is... I never, ever expected the outpouring of love from from what was strangers and now have become lifelong friends from people that were in my network. For sure. For sure. And you always tell me, like, our, I remember uh, it was a while ago and we were talking about real estate and I was in that overthinking spot where I'm like, oh, I just need more systems. Oh, I just need more checklists. And you're like, no, you just have to make more friends. She's like, Trisha said, your job is literally making friends. So as an entrepreneur, that's your job. That is your job. And um, Andy Frisella says it 
all the time. You know, he's like, it's all about the people. It's all about your relationships. And the thing is, is like you just shared, you never know where that one connection, it's like six degrees from Kevin Bacon. You don't know where yeah. that one relationship is going to go. So make some damn friends, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've said a million times on the, the podcast, like I don't take leads. All of my clients come from gym, church, hockey, people that I talk to randomly in a restaurant or a grocery store. Or like, my oh my God, I see you on Facebook. Yes. I love you so much. Facebook is a huge one because I I go on there and I, I give value. If somebody, if you DM me and you say, Trish, what are your five travel tips? I'm going to give you my travel tips. You know, if you say, how do you eat healthy? How do you implement these things? Like I will pour and give because I know that when you put out good things and you make those relationships and you love on others, that's going to come back around to you. For sure. And I think the biggest part is pouring out without a full expectation of that specific person bringing back to you. Because yeah. that's one thing I've learned and I know that you know as well as like you pour, you pour, you pour, you pour, but you don't know when or where or how that's going to come back. But, you know, maybe a year or two later, you find you get a multimillion dollar client because, you know, two years ago you spoke to Susan and helped her through her husband having a stroke and like what you did to keep yourself sane and not be in the trough of sorrows. So it's all about relationships, people. Yeah. A ton of people that were at that spaghetti dinner were women who were in my online fitness group from Facebook. Heck and yeah. they were like, I just really wanted to meet you in real life. I see you like just pouring into us every day for free on Facebook. So I just wanted to come out and grab a 50-50 ticket and a plate of spaghetti and say, give you a hug and say, I'm rooting for you guys. Yeah. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. So let's get to number five. So number five is embrace innovation and adapt. And we did a podcast. Uh, was it? Did it come out last week on AI? Um, we'll throw that link in the description too. But we walked through some of the top AI innovations and how business owners are using these tools to work smarter, not harder. And that is a huge thing. You have to be adaptable. Absolutely. And, and that is one of the things like Elite Realty has always been known for is we're big enough to have a brand that everybody knows, but we're small enough to pivot anytime something happens. Like when COVID happened, we still had clients getting taken care of. We were taking care of our agents. We're, we're selling and buying houses. We we're selling and buying houses. We were embracing technology. We were figuring out ways to get it done. We were figuring out ways around the brick wall. You hear me and Kylie say all the time, everything is figure out. And do make sure you go and listen to that episode on AI. And I would suggest that you watch it on YouTube because Kylie wears a tinfoil hat for the whole show. Shut up. Shut so up. You're, if you're just jealous. You're jealous that finally something looks cuter on me. <laughs> I am. And I know a lot of our listeners listen on um, Apple Podcasts. That's like one of our biggest uh platforms is Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So we love you. Thank for listening on those. But definitely check out that YouTube video because <laughs> you want to see Kylie. <laughs> yeah, but like for sure, in times of financial hardship, being innovative and adaptable is key to survival. And keep a close eye on market trends. Definitely be willing to adapt to, you know, adapt your products, um, you know, your services, your business model to meet the changing customer needs and explore new technologies like we just talked about streamline processes look for ways that you can stay ahead of the competition for sure 
Yeah, it's like our friend Josh said, you know, in his episode, Josh Pono, uh, every Saturday he has Systems Saturdays. And I love it because he didn't just say that. We gave him the login to mystarsacademy.com, our realtor training platform. And the next Saturday, I seen him log in and I was like, Systems Saturday. Yes, I our Saturdays have been full, but I really love that idea. And I even brought it up to Ryan. I, I said, you know, I would love to make time on Saturday where I go into the office on the morning from like 7 to 10 and just look at our systems, personal and professional. What can we improve? What's working? What's not working? Um, that can be a game changer. Yeah. And I think like that goes to mindset, right? Like you always have to keep an open mind that even if you are great, there's always someone better. Even if your business is flourishing, there's always someone doing it bigger, doing it better. Success leaves clues. Like we just started listening to some coaching um, on YouTube from some other brokerages that are just blowing up in the world. And it's like we do a good job at what we what we do. But what are they doing that we can implement so it's even better? How can exactly. we keep getting better? So learning, developing, being coachable, being open, like, you know, just move that needle forward, man. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, boom shaglaga. That's our time. <laughs> that went quick. <laughs> it did that quick. escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, I hope this was helpful to all of you. I really enjoyed putting this together. I know Trisha did too. It was super helpful for us. When we put these um, podcast outlines together, just know that we're right alongside with you guys. And even though, you know, we try to bring our experience and our expertise to the table for you, we are always open to learning from you as well. So drop us a note, drop us a comment, leave us a five-star review. We want to know what are you doing in your life that's really, really working for you. That way, maybe someone else can implement that. Maybe that's something that's going to work in my house, too, that'll keep me from, you know, leaving my kids at the fire station. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> we drop fresh episodes every Thursday morning. So check them out. Subscribe. Hit that bell so you don't miss a single thing. Don't forget to share the show. This was an episode packed with a lot of life hacks and you never know who's going to need them. So share the show and come back next week for some more Elite Life. Bye. <laughs> we thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.